0: Hi, guys, welcome to Let's Talk with Me, Sagrika. I hope you guys are keeping well and taking care of yourselves. So, I've been wanting to record today's episode because that means I get to talk more about this wonderful organization that I recently partnered with. And I can't wait to tell you more about it because today on the show, I have with me the CEO and the founder of this organization. So, without disclosing too much, I'm going to invite Shalini, our guest for today. Shalini works in digital marketing at Morgan Stanley Wealth Management. She's a lifestyle blogger. She founded Embrace embraced Her Leads to serve as a virtual program to connect young women with mentors who are passionate about empowerment through experience. She is so dedicated to uplifting young women who are in need of a guiding light. So joining me today right now, right here is Shalini. Hi guys, I am Sagrika, your host at the Let's Talk podcast. On this podcast, I invite students to discuss topics that are essential to student life. And I believe listening to others and their stories is a great way to find yourself in the journey. So please join me with learning something new in every episode we have. Thank you for being a part of this community. I'm happy you're here. Hi, Shalini, thank you for coming on the show.
1: Hi, Sagrika. Thank you for having me on here.
0: I am so excited to talk to you about Embrace Her Lead, everything, your motif behind it, why you started and all of it. If you could tell your listeners a little bit about your intentions behind Embrace Her Lead.
1: Sure. Um, So Embrace Her Lead is a one-on-one virtual mentorship program that we have created to empower the next generation of women. Um, I've always believed that women are changing this world and making it a better place. And Embrace Her Lead is my way of ensuring that we continue to be catalysts for this change. As long as we're able to bring a positive impact on even a few women in need of that empowerment, my job here will be done and I will be content.
0: Yes. And that's exactly what drew me to this organization as well. I was so excited when you reached out to me. And as you said, women are actually changing the world. And I think the fact that this organization actually nurtures women at a young age is so amazing because they get that experience, which they can then use later to create an even greater impact. And I really wish I myself had something like this in high school, because it really just shapes who you are as a person, of course, given you're surrounded by the right people, the right situation. And in this case, all those boxes are checked, so that is a big yes.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think when I started to think about this idea, a big, um, a big motivation for me was the fact that I did not have anything like this when I was growing up. I was growing up in an entirely new country, and um, I went through, you know, all of my formative years with a bunch of societal issues, uh, facing bullying and racism and a lot of other right. things and. Uh, I constantly wish that I had a mentor, um, not just in the sense that somebody who would be older than me, but also somebody who could help guide me in those situations and those years and, you know, could also um, learn from me so that I could work on my leadership skills and all of the soft skills
0: required. Exactly. And I think in the long run, just having a mentor is so necessary to help you achieve your goals. And you don't realize that in the short term, but over time, you're like, wow, this actually helped me so much in terms of my personal development. So that's amazing. And now, since we talked about your intentions behind it and what Embrace Her Lead actually stands for, I would like to dive into our target audience. Is this organization for all age groups or is it specific to young women?
1: So, our aim, like I said, our aim is to uplift women who are currently in their formative years, those who are in high school and undergrad uh, specifically, and especially those belonging to marginalized communities. Our formative years are usually crucial in contributing to what type of people we become. What we experience in those years may not define who we become, but they definitely contribute substantially to our growth, right? So we're here to empower these people and help them make the best of their personal and professional development experiences in those years.
0: Got that, and I love that we're talking about this here because most of my listeners are young women in high school or undergraduates, and I'm sure this message is connected with them, so that's amazing. And now, out of curiosity, I'm pretty sure this is a question many would want to hear, but I would love to know more about how you finally put all of this together in terms of starting from scratch, partnerships, executive teams. How did you finally plan all of it and put it together? Because that's something that takes a lot of time, a lot of effort.
1: Uh, To be completely honest, this is my first time, you know, running an organization from the ground up. I have been a part of different nonprofits in the past on the executive board while I was in college and such, but I never really thought to start something of my own. Um, Like I mentioned before, racism, bullying, this was a huge part of me growing up in the United States after we moved here. And it had impacted me. I would say it impacts me even to this day. Meeting someone new usually should be an exciting experience. For me, it always comes with a load of anxiety. <laughs> and, and it still impacts me to this day. So one morning, I think the beginning of this year, I woke up uh, triggered by an event from high school that I was dreaming about and just remembered you know, the incident and how it impacted me. And I've always said that I wouldn't let these experiences define me, but they'll always be a part of my life. And it's up to me on how I can, you know, um, how I can take these experiences and make something out of it for the better. So I, you know founded this nonprofit, I registered it. And then I started, you know, my brother has a lot of experience with nonprofits. So I worked with him to understand the entire process. Um, I started networking and put together an executive board and some internal team members. And then I uh, started networking with different partners. Um, to see if they would be interested in standing behind our organization and, you know, really standing for our cause and helping us. So that's how it all started. Um, I'm sure I'm missing a couple points here and there, but um, that would be a high level overview. And then I started building the website on my own. I think that was the first step. I just started building something on my own to see if I could even, you know, just create something and have people sign up there and I could run it on my own. But then I realized that it's probably better to start it as a proper nonprofit organization and see where it goes from
0: there. And help others in the journey. And as you said, I think the fact that you're able to use your experiences and further use that to empower others, because there are so many other students going through the same issue that you faced. And the fact that you are able to use your experiences Mm -hmm. and just help other people, that's amazing. And I think, With nonprofits in general, just understanding the need you're trying to address is so important. Like understanding your purpose, your why, that big question, like what Mm -hmm. is my why? Because a lot of people think that, okay, a good idea is I have an idea. Let me just go right in with it. But the need is so much more important, the causes of the problem that you're trying to address. And this actually exactly. resonates with so many young adults and gives them a platform to really connect with other individuals. But I'd love to know more about how you finally decided to run with the idea. Like after you made your website, what told you that I'm still going to continue with running this nonprofit organization? Did you ever have those voices inside of you saying, no, nah, I can't do this or I won't be able to do this in the long run? Like how was that mindset at the time?
1: Oh, no, definitely. Even today I have some major moments where I'm like, eh, eh is this really going to go somewhere? Am I doing the right thing? You know, being that first time founder of anything comes with a lot of self-doubt and insecurity. You know, a lot of different things, but you have to tell yourself at the end of the day that, you know, you need to be reminded of your why. Like you said, the why is the most important aspect of starting anything. As long as you know why you're doing something and how many people it'll reach and help, that's all that matters. And like I said, you know, Tomorrow, even if I'm able to help one person or a few people, I'm more than happy.
0: Exactly. If you can help one person just achieve their goal, you know you're winning at life. And I think that's the mindset everyone should have in terms of their business, in terms of their podcast, whatever it is, just if you can help one person out there, I think you're doing a great job. And Shalini, what would you say sets Embrace Your Lead apart from the rest?
1: Uh, Most importantly, what I have worked on uh, towards our model being Um, different from what I've seen before or the mentorship programs that I've been part of before is that we really focus on being a compatibility-based mentorship program. So what this means is that on one hand, we leverage the best principles that come with traditional mentorship, right? By pairing Mm -hmm. our members with... Mentors who are passionate about seeing them grow and flourish in terms of their short-term and then their long-term goals. But on the other hand, uh, we are giving it a modernized twist by introducing reverse mentorship, or you can think of it as peer-to-peer mentorship. So through the concept of peer-to-peer mentorship, both our mentors and our mentees will walk away feeling empowered and with some key takeaways. For, you know, a long time now, we've heard of mentorship relying solely on the factors of age, tenure, skill set, or the level of experience that someone has to be a mentor. We are trying to break the existing barriers that get in the way of people, you know, experiencing the best of mentorship
0: yes i remember we talked about peer-to-peer mentorship sometime before and i think it's a great way to really break those barriers as you said and actually dive deeper in feeling more confident and more in control could you tell us a little more about like the peer-to-peer mentorship and what it really is and how our audience can gain from this specifically why do you think this would bring a change to the mentorship program
1: so ideally uh when you think of peer-to-peer mentorship it's a uh, type of mentorship that you would experience with someone who is at the same level as you, right? Whether it's age-wise, tenure-wise, or skill set-wise, somebody who you consider your peer. It's you know a two-way street. You learn from them. They teach you something. And then they also learn from you. In our case, we're only leveraging a certain aspect of it. So we still want to keep, you know, a traditional mentorship program. However, we want to incorporate it because we want our members to feel like age, skill set, tenure, all of these things right. aren't the sole factors that are running their relationship, right? We want them to focus on something beyond the box, out of the box. So that's why yeah. I think, you know, and especially with. our target audience. Um, A combination of both would work really well, is what I am thinking.
0: No, I love that because I'm now placing myself in their shoes. And if I was a student, I would definitely want this peer-to-peer mentorship because it's just so much easier to connect with another student. It's almost like just listening to a friend who can also make sure that we're in this journey together. And it kind of gives you that sense of you not being alone in this journey, which I think people will really resonate with. So I'm definitely up for the peer-to-peer mentorship and I can't wait to be a part of this.
1: I'm glad to hear that. And yeah, I mean, you know, even in terms of having a mix of both, even though, you know, I may be older than a lot of people who might join our program as mentees, um, Mm -hmm. I would be learning a lot from them, you know. Uh, Them being younger doesn't, doesn't impact, you know, It doesn't mean that there's nothing for them to offer to us. You know, you you can learn from everyone you meet if you're open to learning from from them.
0: I like how you said that because I like to think of it as a community at the end of the day, a community that forces you and encourages you to get out of your comfort zone and actually learn more about self-care. The fact that you put things into perspective and you tell yourself that self-care isn't just going to bed early and waking up early, but it's about truly understanding yourself, knowing when to take that break, when to say no and allowing yourself to be vulnerable, which I think is only possible once you're surrounded with the right people who help you gain that sense of clarity and that sense of purpose, which I think this community is really, really going to help us with. So now that we're talking about community, I would actually like to ask you, what type of community support have you received so far? or are looking to receive maybe in the future?
1: Sure. So, um, you know, even before our launch, like I mentioned before, we have been able to establish partnership with an incredible set of organizations. These brands all have diverse missions, but, you know, the underlying goal that I found was everyone, you know, overlaps and it's the same in terms of woman empowerment. So uh, I'm not I'm not going to speak about it too much right now, but more to come on these organizations in the upcoming week. So stay tuned. But at the end of the day, um, in whatever form support may come in, we're looking for people who stand behind our cause and help amplify our voice. And we want to do the same for others as well. I've always strongly believed that there is no way to rise but together. And that is what we hope to
0: achieve. Yes. And as you said, learning from others, their stories and rising together in our journey to self-development and leadership is the ultimate goal. And combined with individuals who are actually willing to see you go and help you in the process is literally the perfect combination. Also, mm-hmm. you mentioned partnerships with other organizations. I know we can't talk about this right now. We won't talk about it much. But if you would like to tell our listeners a little more about what they should expect and what's really to come
1: without saying anything more let's talk podcast <laughs> is a huge amazing partner of ours i think what you're doing is amazing and um Thank you know it's you an so honor much. to be partnering. of course it's an honor to be partnering and collaborating with you um in addition we have a couple of organizations that we are working with and um some of them are you know integrated into our program but other than that there will be more forms of collaboration events in the future and, you know, just things to help amplify the youth youth's voice and help them become the best versions of themselves. And I think we're trying to come up with a joint, uh, joint mission to do that.
0: Yes. So guys, stay tuned for our conversation coming up, where we all come together and talk and answer your questions. I've never done this before, but I really look forward to our conversation and just talking about everything and our main cause behind this. So Shalami, at the end of every episode, I invite guests to play a short game. It's just my way of saying thank you. So are you ready to play this game? It's just a short game. You need to answer these questions in five seconds. Okay? Sure. What do you love most about living in New York?
1: The people. There is nothing uh, better than the people.
0: When was the last time you cut your hair?
1: Oh, God. I don't even remember. I think two years ago.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Denim or leather?
1: Denim. 100%.
0: And what's one thing about your culture you wish more people knew?
1: One thing about our culture that more people I wish knew? um That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, That there's more to uh, India than just the food that people believe and think about. Yes, Um,
0: yes. I agree. I agree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, India is a beautiful melting pot of different cultures, languages, religions. And I think everyone should visit India once in their lifetime,
0: at least. And your last question. What is your favorite part about quarantine right now?
1: Uh, my favorite part about quarantine is being able to spend time with my family. I think uh, I, after I left home um, in, I think, 2012 for college, I hadn't really lived back with my parents for a long time. And my husband is here, too. My brother is here, too. So it's really nice That's for amazing. all of us to be one place. <laughs> yeah
0: get to be with family and actually spend quality time with them, which is irreplaceable. I love that feeling. Oh, wow. Well, this was it for this episode, Shalini. Thank you so much for sharing your story. It was great talking to you.
1: Thanks, Akka. Thank you for having me on here. It was an honor to be partnering with you and doing this podcast together.
0: I can't wait for people to actually be a part of this incredible organization and learn more about it. So Shalini, where can our listeners find you on social media and get more information about Embrace Your Lead? Sure. Um,
1: Our pages are live now. Um, So you can find our uh, social media. You can find us on Instagram at EmbraceHerLead. That's our handle. And then our website is EmbraceHerLead.org. So feel free to, you know, look us up and reach us from there. And then I'll share more information through my social media page as well.
0: Perfect. And everything will be linked down below in the show notes. So do check that out. This is it, guys. Make sure to follow the Let's Talk pod on Instagram for regular updates. And as always, remember to open up, share and connect. I will talk to you guys in my next episode. See you.